Welcome back, everybody, to Thanks for Your Concern. You are here with Berenice. And I'm Ella. All right, you guys. It's like springtime. Spring has sprung. Has it sprung in New York, yeah. Berenice? Oh, it has it sprung. Yes, 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 it has. The subway is starting to feel disgusting again. The humidity is coming back into the air. The spring is springing. The spring is springing. And I am excited. There's actually a lot of things like, you know, going on over here. Well, I don't know if I'm about over here, but at least for me, I'm about to go to EDC. Ooh, ooh, um, ooh. And then it's your um, first EDC, which is exciting. It's my first EDC. Yeah, honestly, like I was like super chill about it. I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm even going because I bought these tickets like two years ago. Mm, and yeah. suddenly it's like two days before my outfits aren't done. Like I was like, oh, Bernice, you were very lost affair about this whole affair. And then drunk me decided that she wanted to buy festival tickets for the weekend right after in Chicago. Didn't think about that one either. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah, so I'll be I'll be going to EDC. Leaving Wednesday to Tuesday. I start my new job on Wednesday and then I fly out to Chicago on Saturday and I come back on Monday. So I might be a, like a dead person by the time I arrive back to New York, mm. but we're doing it for the plot. I, I'm going to, you know, have good vibes, good energy, going to keep myself hydrated. Everything's going to be amazing. Incredible. <laughs> the energy. Oh my God. Yeah. But how you been though? I honestly had like a do it for a plot main character last week. Like I had a great week. I went to Sunlux and that is the composer mm. of everything everywhere all at once. Life changing, babes. Life changing, amazing, beautiful. <laughs> I cried. Everyone was crying. It was great. So I went and did that. And then I desperately wanted to go to this band and it's called a meal in the sniffer she is a feminist icon she's from australia it's literally like a punk rock band but it's so tight so dope the tickets were completely sold out like they were and scalpers were reselling them for like 130 and i was like oh my god i'm not mm. gonna spend 130 on a 20 dollar ticket that just seems like immoral unjust very anti-punk rock <laughs> boyfriend surprised me with tickets day of he made it happen and i went and i literally like i was in the mosh pit i'm now a punk rock queen i'm telling you guys like i'm all about it i've rebranded like if you see me in gothware only from this point on just know that's how it is no but honestly i would really encourage people to go to these smaller bands because i paid twenty dollars $20 for Sunlux and $20 for a meal and the sniffers. And it was so fun. It was lit and it was only $20. So it was a really great bang for your buck. And like after paying like legitimately $2,000 for Coachella, the $20 event was just way more fun because <laughs> it, it, it was just funner. It was less expensive. I could, intimate. you know, yeah, intimate. You could go out and get dinner and drinks and still it only was a $50 night. It was amazing. So, I had a great week. I love that. And I totally agree with you. Honestly, most live music is good music. If it's like a production, like if they're putting on a show, like people like them, you know what I mean? So yeah, giving a chance to go to any sort of live music event, I get, like almost guarantee that you'll have like a good time or at least you, if you like music, you will appreciate the show. Yeah. So, you know, go support local bands. They're definitely a lot more appreciative than, you know, Kanye West. Um, anyways... <laughs> Let's talk about this episode. We're talking yes. about rallying, the art of Ooh, rallying. Yeah. If you knew us in college, we were known as the the girls who could rally. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So we're kind of going into what what is rallying in the different ways that you can rally. 
Yeah, we're not just going to be talking about recovering from hangovers this episode. We've really <laughs> taken the rallying mindset into different aspects of aspects, our lives. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for this episode. Should we get started? Let's Let's do it. All right, you guys. So this is episode 90, which is crazy, but we're going to talk mm-hmm. about rallying. I can't believe we've gotten this far without a rallying episode, <laughs> quite frankly. Right? right? Oh, crazy. It's crazy. I would like to, I guess we can start with like the obvious rallying, which is like when you're been partying too much, which is really fitting because this past weekend I decided to party like I was 18. And let me just tell you, you get older and your body just doesn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> You know, it's interesting because I had this thought where I was like thinking, I was like, I feel like once you get to the point where you have to do so much preparation and planning to drink where you're like, okay, I better make sure I'm fully hydrated. I eat three square meals a day and I need to make sure I'm in bed so I can get eight hours of sleep. I'm just like, that's too much work. Yeah, it is a lot. It is a lot. And I just I personally like some days I'm really good about the self care. It's all about the pre planning of it. Mm -hmm. But when I'm not, you just lose a whole day. And it's it's not given. (laughs) So I go through ebbs of flows. But like, yes, the rallying used to be so much easier. But now like, I'm almost I'm almost 30. No, I'm not. I am, but I'm not. <laughs> I don't claim that energy. <laughs> Before, like I remember this one time in high school, it was one of my first times drinking and I was drinking. Don't underage drink, kids. It's really bad for your brain. Anyways, I remember distinctly <laughs> drinking four locos with my friends and they had caffeine in them still, right? And so we all drank mm-hmm. like two four locos and I got up the next day and ran I ran my fastest 5K ever because I was doing cross country. The rallying was easy. It was like nothing. I just had to get up out of bed. Now I'm losing whole ass fucking days. So the bounce back is just not bouncing. I Mm -hmm. agree. I used to be able to do that and then like go to gymnastics, you know, the next day and just hit my routines. Uh, Now, now I can't do anything. Like the Mm -hmm. gym's not going to happen. Things are just not going to happen. And even like going out or if you have plans to like meet up with people the next day after, I sometimes get such bad like hangover anxiety Mm -hmm. that I'm like, I don't even want to talk to people today. Like I have so much stuff to do and I know I can't do any of it because I did this to myself. And this is, I think this is true for like a lot of people. It used to be really bad for me, like hangover anxiety to the point where I like thought I was ill like I needed to go to the hospital because something was like unwell but it has gotten better and I know like some people I know also struggle with it and I would say like I guess part of like rallying and if you have like hangover anxiety is to like give yourself some grace obviously like if you're gonna have an event that you know you're gonna drink for and you might be out making sure that the stuff you have to do is already taken care of so it doesn't add to the stress and also just being compassionate to yourself and kind to say yes I can't get it done now but I'm gonna give myself I'm gonna hydrate myself I'm going to take care of myself in ways that are productive so that tomorrow or later I am able to get A, B, and C done or whatever it is that is causing you to have that anxiety. Hell yeah. Couldn't put it better <laughs> myself. Thanks. Especially in college. Um, oh, I, yeah. I, I think that was the worst is when I actually had stuff to do because like now it's like, okay, weekend. I got a Monday through Friday, nine to five. So it's okay if I like bullshit on the weekends. But in college, I would literally like be like, oh no, like I'm going to get up tomorrow and do that assignment and then 
nope, I didn't do it. It was just like causing so much stress. So yeah. Yeah. And I think like this can happen even like out of college. I know like sometimes when your situation isn't exactly what you want it to be at the time, I know like, or you're financially stressed Mm -hmm. or you had to clean, you know, you had to clean your house and you didn't clean your house and you know, like Mm. you're going to go into a busy work week and your house is going to be messy. Those are also things that can just like create that. But yeah. So if you're going to rally and if you're going to be a little party animal, make sure you get your shit taken care of so you can be relaxing, chilling. Also stay away from like watching depressing ass TV shows when you're hungover. Ella was the queen of watching Grey's Anatomy when she was hungover and it was the most depressing thing I've ever walked in on just like her eight hours of Grey's Anatomy. I'm like, girl, you haven't moved. And she's like, I know. I just like hate love this show. Like, I, Tell me why I still, I, <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not mentally unwell. Like we don't need to do like a health check, but I have been toxically watching Grey's Anatomy sober and I'm like, oh my God, why did I ever do this drug? Cause like at least like when I'm like with it, I'm like, oh, this is bad TV. This is depressing. And I can like normalize it. Like when I was hung over, I was like, I better fucking, I hate the world. Is he deserved better? (laughs) I I feel that. Also, I've been... I mean, we've been in our days, we were really good at rallying. What do you think is a thing that makes you want to rally? Me, I think like the anxiety made me just keep going. Like I just ran away from the hangover. I was just like, okay, another activity. Sure. I feel like the only reason I really rallied was when I was like, fuck, like I have an activity today that's funner than the activity I did yesterday. And that was like the constant (laughs) rallying. You know, it's like we had a Saturday morning football game, but Friday night was just we went way too hard. But it's like, dude, I can't miss the fun thing about the weekend because I party too hard early in the weekend. So I would just rally to make sure that I like didn't get FOMO or whatever. And I still think I I mean, now I feel like I have to rally myself, like give my pump myself up to like go out like now I'm just like a homebody. So I'm like, oh, my God, OK, let's pump ourselves up. Let's rally. Let's um actually get our lives together, get looking cute and go out into the world. So yeah. Yeah. And I think that's also something I've been noticing. Like, obviously, when I first moved here, I had like no friends and you could find me crying about it. Like, I'm never gonna make friends. And now, uh, bless but stressed, I do have friends and they do ask me to do things. And I'm like, I'm such a yes person that I like always try to make it work. But I honestly try not to be a yes person <laughs> anymore because I'm tired. Okay, 20. I'm almost 26. And it's just not the same. And I really just like routines nowadays. So maybe rallying and bouncing back is about changing your patterns. Well, you know, it's interesting because I feel like I'm entering, I've been slowly entering a new era because I feel like I was really burnt out in college. And so like me trying to achieve any goals felt absolutely impossible. There's this TikTok going around like, working working at on my career while working on my mental health while working on my this while working on this while working on this which is just like you're constantly doing things i've definitely suffered burnout and i think after college like i was just like chilling you know like i was like okay cool i have money i'm just gonna chill the fuck out but now i'm kind of rallying around my goals and like trying to work harder at it and by doing that i'm having like less time to party just because it takes me too long to to get back on track yeah and i'm glad you brought up burnout because recently i did see a tweet that was like is it normal to be like constantly burned out and i was like not really that probably means you like 
need a change of scene, like some inspiration. There's something going on that's just draining you every single day. And I think like this could also goes into like bouncing back. What what are those things that you need to do, right? In order to not, not feel like life is sucking you dry. I think like in Seattle, I have like Snapchat memories and I'm super dramatic. Like I'm the most dramatic person on Snapchat. And it'll be like last year, it was like, when you want to scream, cry and like puke all at the same time. And I was like, damn girl, like you were down bad. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But that really came from like, I was just really ready for a change. And you know, the pandemic really like kind of helped me in Seattle for a little bit longer than I intended to. And Mm -hmm. getting into a new environment and really like getting to know myself and like being independent again really made me like have such a I don't know like fresh fresh aspect and outlook and energy in life so if you're feeling that like constant burnout maybe it's time to look a little bit into your life and what are some of the things that may be taking a lot of energy from your day-to-day yeah I mean shit I'm at the point where I'm thinking about hiring like housekeeping services because a bitch (laughs) is like I'm constantly cleaning this bitch. It's like constant over and over every fucking day. It never fucking ends. And I literally like have been, I've literally thought about like, maybe I should live in a van because then I would only have to (laughs) clean like 50 square feet, you know, or like a micro studio or something because I live in a fucking big ass townhouse. It has three levels. I'm walking up and down the stairs, vacuuming, da, 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 da. (laughs) Anyways. But I was doing like a cost benefit analysis and I was like, dude, this might be the move. So you might have to do a cost benefit analysis to some of the stuff that you do in your life. And like, I don't know. Another thing is like, like what's taking time up in your day, just doing a time assessment. And I really feel like I will never work in an office again because there's no (laughs) way that I would spend three hours commuting again yeah honestly I don't mind a commute I can barely feel a commute I really don't mind it I realize that I don't love just working from home because I really thrive on like structure yeah it's different for everybody <laughs> yeah my, my brain likes likes going into an office I think I realize and also just when you go into an office and you're done with your day you're done with your day like sometimes yeah. like working from home because you have the ability to like be online like all the time you're like yeah like I'll just get that done later and later and it's like oh it's the end of the day and I still need to get something done I don't like that like once I leave I leave I'm done like I'm OO until tomorrow it helps that separation but switching gears a little bit still maintaining on the rallying we're talking about bouncing back bouncing back from all sorts of situations so the next thing we wanted to talk about is like kind of like responding to shady situations how to bounce back from situations where maybe you know you don't have control over how somebody acted and now you feel bad or you feel triggered by their actions and how can you respond by and be like bouncing back in a productive way so I've been in a couple of these situations recently okay where people do something that I'm like hmm that's an interesting choice that hurt my feelings but I'm in this moment how do I get to respond to it in the now time right and I have talked to a lot of people about the different situations I've been in that I would have done this I would have done and this and just like toxic responses that I it do- doesn't even cross my mind to do it I was like yes I could respond to something that hurt my feelings by trying to get a reaction from the other person or something unproductive but at the end of the day I'll say this once and I'll say it always I'm a polite bitch and I'm a classy bitch okay mm-hmm. and if I don't have control over a situation the only way that I know what I can control is the way I react to it so you are going to see me being the classiest and most polite bitch I'm just going to get myself out of that situation respond to it accordingly appropriately and looking back at it to a way that I responded that I'm proud of I agree I think that 
when people kind of like do you dirty the best road to take is the high road sometimes you know there's sometimes <laughs> there's certain situations when they go low i go to hell um, to the flow to the yeah. flow but then there's other situations where it's just like dude i'm just gonna be the bigger person just so my own conscious can know i was the best version of myself in this situation mm-hmm. And I think that's really helped. I think that's a where an area of which I've really grown in after, I mean, in my late 20s, you know, because like early 20s me, bitch, I'm trying to burn it to the ground, right? Like you do <laughs> yeah. me dirty. Like I'm, I can't actually ruin your life, but in my mind, I was trying to ruin your life. Like, yeah how fucking dare you but now i'm just like what am i gonna make out with your friend i might make out with your friend literally i might make out with your friend i might make out with the girl you like you know i'm crazy (laughs) okay like i literally no i used to be petty 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 but now i don't have time for that a lot of the times people i've realized that a lot of times when people do you dirty it is such more of a reflection of like where they are mentally than anything that has to do with you so it's like if you feel like a guy has like brushed you off or has done something like brushed you off and then hooked up with your friend that's just them that has very little to do with me and it's best just to like be your best version of yourself just so that when you hear something crazy like he's like oh da, 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 da. you can be like oh that's not how it was and i know how it was so i don't even need to address it and you know sometimes i feel like as somebody that like really enjoys like having control over situations that's just like my personality trait and it giving me anxiety not having any control over situations like yeah controlling how i react is probably the the thing that keeps me sane and mm-hmm. keeps me like because I'm intentional with the way that I react in a way that's only productive for me at the end of the day. You have to do what's best for you. If the person decided to do something shady, fuck them. Like, you know, they're no longer in the realm of what you need to do for you. And sometimes like digging a reaction out of somebody, I feel like it's so counterproductive because like a reaction for what? Like, yeah, I, I hate, I, I am petty, but in the sense that like, you will not see me fucking faced by your actions. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm hurt, but you won't know. <laughs> you won't know that that affected me at fucking all. And just making sure that at the end of the day, your actions are reflective of who you are and not who somebody tried to make you be. Because some people really be doing shit to you to see how you react. And I think that's cuckoo bananas. Yeah, definitely. Okay? <laughs> Psycho. I, another thing is like rallying from like a bad situation of things that are outside of your control i feel like sometimes bad things happen to good people and rallying from those situations when they don't really make sense and like why did this happen to me i think the best advice is advice from my therapist is that you can control your own actions and control how you react to things but you cannot control the world you cannot control like things just happen so um i think the best way to rally is to just not reflect on like oh why why is this happening to me just because things happen it's not you didn't do anything wrong for bad things to happen to you and try to move forward and just do the best in a difficult situation not taking it so personally yeah and that's hard because sometimes it's like i'm doing everything right what what is going on everything was going so good what happened and believe me rolling with the punches is just like part of life like Mm -hmm. i would say i've i've been in situations where like i'm already having like a bad fucking year and i'm still trying to be the best version of myself and then like my financial aid got canceled or something that's that's it's funny you say that because that's the one that 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 gets me the most because so one year and one semester in college actually it was a whole fucking year one year in college Mm -hmm. our fucking alma mater 
messed up both of our financial aid in the same year and we both basically had to figure it out and they told us to like basically it sucks to suck um yeah. sorry this happened to you but you're not getting any money literally and the other are like how dare they do this to us we're already going through it we have no money <laughs> morale is low and it was like probably like worst case scenario for that year situation point in life and I'm looking, you know, I'm right now I'm staring at my degree. Okay, so it all fucking yeah. worked out. We rallied from the situation. We really made it work. And then that's why I really, some people say like a degree is a piece of paper. I struggled through hell and high water to get that degree. And I <laughs> yeah. specifically think about the time me and Berenice didn't get fucking financial aid. Yeah, so yeah. you can get through anything and sometimes shitty things just happen. Very, very, very true. All right, so moving on to rallying for situations. That may have been your doing. Like, <laughs> yeah, you may have fumbled the bag. You may have fucked up a little. Okay. So how do you rally from these? I, I like to frame these in two different types of situations when you're at fault for something. <laughs> Either you made the best choice at the time with the information that you had and you have to give yourself grace because hindsight's twenty twenty, right? And then there's the second type where you made a bad decision and while you were making it, you knew it was a bad decision. <laughs> and just with that one, you just got to decide how do you want to move forward? How do you want to rally? Are you trying to gain back somebody's trust? Are you trying to apologize and take responsibility for your actions? And just evaluate why do you think you made that bad decision? And what do you want to what how do you want to change that moving forward? Did you make a bad decision because you were being petty? Okay, well then next time when you want to make a bad decision, be like, remember, I don't want to be petty anymore. <laughs> or, you know, I would say like analyze your relationship with that person and what's your end goal, right? So it's like my end goal is to be really good friends with this person for a very long time. All right. Then you the the thing that you may have done that may have put that friendship in jeopardy. How do you want to fix it? If you want this long-term friendship, well, what do you need for long-term friendship? You need communication, right? Mm -hmm. So let's start there. Go communicate about what happened. Either you did the best that you could and you still fucked it up with somebody. I don't, I don't feel like explanations are the best, but I would say apologize for the way that you made them feel, mm -hmm. right? And how your actions came off to them because at the end of the day it doesn't matter what like what the behind everything reasoning was like if somebody really is your friend they'll know that your intentions weren't like awful behind mm -hmm. it but they do need to know that you are sorry for the pain that it has caused them and also ask them how, we, how you can move forward from the situation are they down to move forward or did you fuck it up too bad to the point of no return what do they need from you to be able to have that long-term friendship or that long-term goal if your long-term goal really isn't anything and you just like did something shady then maybe it's time to just own up to what you did still apologize if you want to be a decent human being and you don't want to end up in bad terms and then leave the person alone mm -hmm. you know if you know that this is not somebody you're gonna have in your life if you know this is like yeah I can fix it so we can if I see them around we're gonna be cool okay yeah apologize take accountability and let them on their merry way let them live their lives <laughs> Free, free of you and let them heal without you. You know, I sometimes my biggest regrets are things that happen between me and strangers. Like, I don't know why, just the anxiety. I, it mostly comes from anxiety. Like, I'll be like, oh my God, I can't believe I said that or whatever. 
And those things you can't like remedy with a stranger. Sometimes you yeah. just have to let things go, you know, and just realize like, ah, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. And I think that if you don't want any relationship with the person, like you're just like, yeah, I'm done with this, but I probably could have handled that better. Just realize that and do some like introspection only to a degree. Sometimes you can just internalize things way too deep. Like, but just like think about it for like 10, 15 minutes and then move on with your life. I like that. So bouncing back, it can be in a lot of ways really and rallying. And so we were thinking about like breakups, right? So sometimes you break up with somebody and some people bounce back for the best and some people don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so do you feel like some people can really like win a breakup so you know my my funny self is like oh yeah like i be winning every breakup <laughs> it's me you know but w is only <laughs> i would like to say some like real ass relationship advice is like the best way to win a breakup is to kind of like grow as a person i think that in a relationship there's like two types of breakups right it's not you, it's me, and it's not me, it's you. And I think a lot of times we like to be like, it's the other person, fuck them, we're done. But there's probably things in the relationship that you brought into the relationship baggage and issues that you will bring into the next relationship if you do not fix them. And if you basically want to have a better relationship next time, identifying those issues and working on them, that's hard to do without a therapist. I'm not going to say it's hard to do without a therapist. Some people are aware enough to know their issues. Like, oh, I have, I don't know, a lot of exes have burned me, so I have trust issues. That's something that you can understand and like, you're going to need to work on that before the next relationship. And I think really to win a relationship and win or win a breakup is in your next relationship, not having the exact same issues and realizing, oh, damn, it wasn't my ex, it was me. Yeah. So that's one way. I agree. Yeah. Using, using, I guess, like your growth or using that time to be productive with yourself and your growth. Like recently, <laughs> I was put in an interesting situation where like, obviously I went to a breakup like not too long ago. And the person I was with kind of like said something that triggered me that made me like my response to it was like, you made me feel like I'm too much. And I lost it, right? And I was just like, why did I respond like that? And I was like, oh, in my last relationship, I was felt like I was too much. Mm. And that's something that like, I didn't realize until like that moment, you know, and I'm like, oh, this is why I'm not ready for another relationship. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's hard to recognize that without being triggered so that's why like sometimes I'm like oh well it's kind of hard to like be like oh like what issues do I have but sometimes you know like sometimes you know sometimes a person breaks up with you and tells you why you know and (laughs) (laughs) so there aren't I mean breakups always suck but it's like okay what can you take from this breakup and like reflect on to make your next relationship more successful yeah I have been seeing some beautiful breakup glow-ups though recently and I always stand those. Me too. It's mainly women. It's mainly women. Like out of relationships, for the most part that I've seen is like the women do great. <laughs> like doing amazing, sweetie. And then the men, they take a little longer. Yeah. Why is that? Why is it? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. But if you're going through a breakup and you're going through a glow up, keep going. Hot girl summer is almost here. Well, I think, you know, the reality of the situation is that I think a lot of time people have post breakup glow ups because they have a, they have more time on their hands to glow up. Like, you know, you can really work on yourself when you're being completely independent. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel about that. That is very true. Obviously, we're kind of talking about like major breakups. But like, I think that when you're dating and you it just might not go your way. 
or you know someone does you a little bit dirty i think the best way is bouncing back like i think the best revenge when a guy has done you wrong when you're dating him is just to bounce back and the way you can do that is just by doing the pre-work of not needing somebody else oh i thought you were gonna say dating their brother (laughs) no i've I've done a lot of things in my life i've left family out of it yeah that one's a big one for me like I don't understand how people can switch up on like not even homie hopping like family hopping Uh, brave that's brave that just seems more trouble than it's worth yeah I don't even like homie hopping I usually do it it's because your homies are low-key sketchy okay like let's be real (laughs) like I've never purposefully homie hopped the homie was like oh she's available kind of thing yeah your homie saw my worth. Yeah, literally. You did it, but your homie did. <laughs> no, I I don't like that. I don't like those scenarios. I think it's weird. We've seen people do it, and I think it's fucking strange. Okay, go 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 find another social group. I it's, it's weird. I I I always find it abnormal when someone like homie hops from serious relationship to another serious relationship. I'm like, is that not weird to see your ex all the time? And we all, you all kick it and you're all, all cool, cool. Like, no, we see some dynamics that weren't that cool that we saw. And it's weird because there's like weird energy in the air always, like between like sexual tension and like hostility and like quote unquote still friendship because the other person didn't care that much. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then tell me why I, I was hanging out with a friend group that had, um, had one of these. And the dude, like, the ex got drunk. I was like, yeah, I mean, it's really fucking weird for me. But, like, what are you going to do? And I was like, sick. Don't envy your lifestyle. No. So stay out of people's friends' pants, okay? There's literally no billions of people. For reals, for real. Find a new circle. Okay, you guys. I want to end with an affirmation that I got today. And I was like, you know what? I want to share it with everybody. Ooh. The life I've always dreamed of is created by my choice to be joyful. I love that. Okay? So choose joy today. Okay? <laughs> yeah, Bubble L's were polite, classy, joyful bitches. Always. Plug of the week. Okay. <clears throat> For my plug of the week, I am plugging Shannon Alexandra. She's on TikTok, Shan- at Shan with a plan. She is a raver. She is a Leo. And she posts about fashion and lifestyle. She raves. Super cool. Go give her a follow and then just watch her stuff. Her aesthetic is just like pink material girl, like brat stall. It's given all the right stuff. And she's super sweet. So go check out her TikTok. All right. So my plug of the week is Woman Child. And they are an L.A. female-owned brand and they're really sick they just have like really cool streetwear and stuff and you can find them um at woman.child and then you can also find them at woman underscore child and those are the plugs of the week all right my friends that was the episode please you know you know what the spiel is gonna be but i'm gonna give it to you anyways if you would like to follow us follow us on our socials on tiktok and instagram at thanks for your concern and i'm at ll tutor and I'm at Bernice DSM. Babes, please stop what you're doing right now and go rate the podcast. Rate and review. It helps us out a whole lot, like way more than you really would think, okay? And I think that's yeah. it. Thank you for another week. Have a good one. We'll see you later. Bye. Toodles. Bye.